Praise the Lord, everybody. Wonderful presence of God. Man, there's really nothing like being in His presence and being in His care. Man, there's nothing more reassuring presence of the Holy Ghost in your life, and man, it's a safe, safe place to be, man, and there's no greater place uh, than to be in the presence of the Lord, and under His care, under His watch, amen, and, uh, and in His service, praise God, in His kingdom, amen, we are um, in a spiritual battle of sorts, just the nature of the life we live. Amen. Satan was cast to this earth, amen, when he was cast from heaven, amen, having great wrath, knowing he hath but a short time, amen. And, uh, and so you and I face, uh, not only are we up against the fact that we were born into sin and trespass, amen, because of one man's sin entered into the world, Amen. Not only do we have the separation between ourselves and God now, amen, because when we were born, we also, that sin transferred to us, amen. Not only do we have the separation between us and God, amen, the Bible says we have an adversary making sure we do not get reconciled back to God, amen. And so uh, we should not take it lightly, amen, should not take this lightly, because you have an adversary the reason it's so hard uh, to live for God is because you have an adversary that is actively seeking to keep you away from God. Amen. And be reconciled to God. That's your problem. It's not you. It's not your weakness. It's not I'm not good. And no, it's you have a, a, you need the Holy Ghost to give you the power to overcome. Amen. Amen. That's what the power of the Holy Ghost can do. Amen. I heard, uh, I know I've heard Elder Burgess talk about this and say this. I think he's even said it here, but. Uh, the opposite, what is the opposite uh, of God? And the answer many times is Satan. That's not the right answer. He was a fallen angel. There is no equal to God. Amen. There is no equal to him. Amen. Gabriel or one of the other angels might be an equal to Satan, but God is all power. Amen. And so we are fallen beings who need a Savior. Amen. And uh, and imagine, imagine the old game of... Um, King of the Hill, if you ever played that game, and uh, probably guys played it more than the girls did. Um, maybe Queen of the Purse. I don't know what do you guys, if you all played. But uh, as kids, as guys, we would, you know, the one on the top was the winner. Man, that means you're the toughest, you're the baddest. And, but you had to scrap and fight to get there. Amen. You didn't get there because someone said, "Oh yeah, you're 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 tougher than I." No guy's going to let another guy. Yeah, yeah, you're the, you're bigger than me. No, you, you fight until you get there. And, uh, and then once you get there, everybody is against you. Everybody is against you at that point. Amen. And so when you come to the Lord, you've you got to be like that, that, uh, that, that one got to climb to get there. I want to get out of this life that I'm in. I want to overcome. I want to win. I want to get to the top. But when you get there, you still have an adversary. You still need the help of God. You're still going to have to fight to stay there. Praise God. Amen. Hope that was a blessing to someone. 
this morning. Praise God. Amen. Do miss Bishop Riggin and uh, praying for them in Africa and the work that they are doing there uh, and all that's transpiring. Just believing God for good things and hearing good reports from this trip. Amen. And uh, good to be here with Truth Church in Olathe. Praise God. And uh, hopefully you've come to hear the word of the Lord. Amen. This is uh, not a profound message today, though it is the word of God, so it makes it profound. Amen. Um, but I don't normally have, have preach too profound. Um, I, I don't want to take the time to look up all those big words, Brother Jerry. Amen. And hopefully everyone else will wake up by the time I'm done with this this morning. Oh, Lord Jesus, help us. Praise God. Amen. Just trying to break through a little bit of the ice. Amen. That's okay. Amen. God's been moving in this place today. Amen. You know, when I feel the presence of the Lord like you do in here, when I feel God's presence, it just lets me know that His favor is He's He's rooting for us. Amen. He's rooting for you. Amen. God's on your side. God's here to help you today. There's still hope. Praise God. Until you breathe your last breath, uh, there's still hope, and I'm thankful. I am humbled by His presence today and His power and His Spirit, amen, that is here. Amen. If you have your Bibles, why don't we turn, amen, to the book of Ezekiel chapter 34. Amen. Ezekiel chapter 34. Amen. Give you just a minute to get there. And I like that last song that we sang, amen, falling in love with Jesus, amen. It's the best thing I've ever done. Amen. You can do no wrong if you fall in love with Him. Amen. As your Savior, as your Master. Amen. That's really, you know, when you fall in love with the Lord, you, that, that eliminates a lot of the, the problems you have because you don't have to, uh, you want to, you, when you fall in love with someone, um, you don't have to worry about wanting to spend time with them. You don't have to worry about wanting to please them. Uh, something about if you'll just fall in love with someone, amen, that takes care of a lot of the struggle, amen, in that relationship. And if you struggle in your relationship with the Lord, how about you just fall back in love with Him? Amen. Ezekiel chapter 34, amen, verse number, uh, reading from verses 11 down to verse number 14. It says, For thus saith the Lord God, Behold, I even I will both search my sheep and seek them out. As a shepherd seeketh out his flock in the day that he is among his sheep that are scattered, so will I seek out my sheep and will deliver them out of all places where they have been scattered in the cloudy and dark day. And I will bring them out from the people and gather them from the countries and will bring them to their own land and feed them upon the mountains of Israel by the rivers and in the inhabited places of the country. I will feed them in a good pasture, and upon the high mountains of Israel shall their fold be. There shall, there shall they lie in a good fold, and in a fat pasture shall they feed upon the mountains of Israel. Oh, hallelujah. Amen. So uh, Thankful today for his word. Amen. Why don't you pray? Let's just ask the Lord to bless this and anoint this word to our heart today. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. We love you today, God. Amen. 
way in this service, Lord. Lord, let your will be done, God. Anoint our ears to hear the word of God and anoint our hearts to receive it, Jesus, Lord. As you speak to us today, let our minds be open, God, unto what you have for us. Lord, help us today to accept your word, to fall deeper in love with you today. God, to grow in our spirit, to grow in the grace and knowledge of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Help us today. Lord, we magnify you, Lord. We give you glory. We give you honor in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let's give the Lord a hand clap of praise. Amen in this service. Hallelujah. 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 Oh, praise God. You may be seated this morning. Hallelujah. Amen. We read, amen, in Ezekiel. Amen. And, and, and the Lord is speaking in verse 11. says, thus saith the Lord. Amen. He is speaking about a people. Amen. The Jewish nation that has been uh, scattered, that is no longer a people. They're, they have been taken and they're gone. And, and uh, he was talking about uh, going and bringing them back into a, a fold, if you will, into a place of togetherness. Amen. Uh, when they were scattered, there was uh, discouragement. When they were scattered, there was fear. When they were scattered, there was no safety. Amen. They, they, they did not have uh, the peace that they needed. And you look into the Word of God, and it also, we can read where, uh, where those that were taken captive, we've said this before, but they hung their harps on the willow tree, and, uh, and they that had them captive required of them a song. And they said, how can we sing a song in a foreign land? And uh, being in a foreign land, amen, being scattered, amen, was, was disappointing. Being scattered and out of the fold of God was a place of, uh, of just uh, misery, amen, and depression, if you will. They were depressed and they were lonely and uh, they had no peace in their heart. And, uh, but the Lord comes in Ezekiel speaking a prophetic promise. Amen to the people of God. And he says, I will search my sheep and I'll seek them out. He says, I'm going after them. Amen. He says, I'm not going to leave them be where they are. I'm going to seek them out and I'm going to go and find them. Amen. As a shepherd and goes and seeks out his flock. Amen. In the day that he is among his sheep that are scattered. Amen. As a shepherd would go forth looking for the lost sheep. We know in the Word of God as well, amen, that the, uh, the shepherd will leave the ninety and nine and go and seek that one that is lost uh, and rejoice over the one that was found, amen. And uh, I'm telling you, the Lord is that way. The Lord is actively seeking. He doesn't like it when sheep are lost. He doesn't like it. He, he, it's uncomfortable to Him. And, and He's unsettled as long as there are sheep that are scattered. Amen. The Lord is not uh, content, amen, with what He has. He is always, always, always seeking out those that are lost. Hallelujah. It's not good enough for God, amen, for someone, amen, to be scattered and outside of the fold, of His fold, amen, outside of His care, outside of His uh, authority, outside of His control and His power, because He has oversight, he wants oversight in your life because in His oversight, there's safety. In His oversight, there's provision. In His oversight, amen, He knows how to take care of His own. Praise God. 
He said, I'll seek out my sheep and will deliver them out of all places where they've been scattered in the cloudy and dark day. Amen. No matter where you've been, how far you've gone, no matter the situation of your life, amen, these people had been scattered because of very necessary reasons. They were full of idolatry. They were full of sin. They were full of wickedness. They were full of just perversion. They were a sick people, but they were God's people. He says, I don't care how dark it may seem, and I don't care how, how bad it looks. I don't care uh, all the places that you've been scattered. How, when, you, when you got scattered from here, I don't care where you got scattered to and to what depth and to what situation, I'm coming to find you. I'm seeking you out. Amen. I'm coming after your spirit today. I'm coming, coming after I want you into the flock once again. Hallelujah. And uh, it goes on. Uh, and says, I'll bring, uh, bring out them out from the people and gather them from the countries and uh, will bring them to their own land and feed them upon the mountains of Israel. Amen. And verse number 14, it, it, this is where I want to bring my, my topic and my thought for us here today. He says, I will feed them in good pasture. And upon the high mountains of Israel, shall their fold be. There shall they lie in a good fold, and in a fat pasture shall they feed upon the mountains of Israel. Amen. 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 I want to talk to us a little bit today about lying, not lying, laying, however you want to say that. Amen. My hillbilly grammar is not that great, but lying in a good fold. Oh, hallelujah. Amen. Are you with me this morning? Amen. Stick with me for a little bit. God wants to help us today. Amen. Amen. Lying in a good, maybe laying, Brother Josh, you may want to put laying in a good fold. Amen. Brother Regan may uh, question my <laughs> wisdom and topic. I'm not good at topics or at titles. Amen. But laying in a good fold. Amen. Amen. There, uh, there shall the sheep of God's flock. They shall lay down in a good fold. Hallelujah. That's the will of God for His people. Amen. Because this speaks so much, and I'm going to talk quite a bit. Uh, the rest of this message is about lying down in a good fold. Amen. Because lying down to a sheep, amen, is really a significant uh, feat for a shepherd. Is to get a sheep to lie down. We think it comes natural, but there's a whole lot more involved in it. Amen. But God, the sheep of God's flock, amen, which are His people, amen, He is the good shepherd, amen. We are the sheep of His flock, amen. And God is desiring and wants us at a place, amen, that we can lie down in a good fold. Hallelujah. Amen. The 23rd Psalm, amen, written... By David, amen, the shepherd, not the king, amen. He was writing this as a shepherd. He was writing this from the mindset of tending sheep and knowing what it was like to raise and uh, to manage a flock of sheep and, and being in. He spent, and you'll understand, I'm telling you, uh, the more I learn, the more I, I, I've been studying upon this relationship between God as the, the shepherd and the good shepherd, amen, and 
and the flock and, and how it all, he, he connects the, uh, the typology and understanding how, how much that, that, that David spent uh, and a shepherd spends, amen, caring for his sheep, amen. And it brings to light how important it is when Jonathan came and pointed his finger at David and says, you're the man because you're the one that killed Uriah. But he used the typology of, of the sheep, amen, and, and, and there was such significance in that, amen. But David, amen, David was, was willing to lay his life down for uh, his sheep. David was willing to, to take a bear and a lion, amen, by the bare hands and by be willing to face that uh, just between him and uh, he had a sling. He didn't have a, a, a long rifle. He had a, his two hands in the Lord. Amen. He didn't have time to pull out the slingshot. He just had to go, hey, I, it's here. I'm going after it. Amen. Willing to die. Literally willing to die so that he could free the life of one of his sheep. Jesus Christ, amen, did die and was willing to die. Why? So that you and I that were scattered could become come back into his fold, that he could bring you back, amen. Instead of, instead of yourself dying, he went and died for you, amen. You are good enough because he has died for you, amen. Don't get the attitude and believe a lie from, from the, the adversary that, you know what, I'm not good enough. You know what, God's already deemed you not good enough or me not good enough, but he loved us enough that he was willing to go ahead the cross, amen. If the devil can get us to believe, amen, well, I'm not good enough for for church or not good enough for this, then we're calling and telling God, you know what, I know you died for me, but I really, I'm not accepting your gift, amen, of salvation, amen, the Lord's given us a free gift of salvation, if we're willing to accept it, amen, David willing to lay down his life, this is what he said, the, the 23rd Psalm, uh, again, I, there's so much um, as I begin to study uh, this Psalm, but from the perspective of a shepherd, he re, in Psalm 23, just reading the first two uh, verses, he said this, the Psalm of David, The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures, and leadeth, he leadeth me beside the still waters. Amen. Amen. I'm talking about laying down in a good fold today. Amen. I want to be, when, you're lay, when you are, think about you. The most one of the most comfortable positions that you could be in is laying down, laying in a recliner, laying, resting. Amen. Is it on your feet? Do you, who likes to stand on their feet and walk around all day long? Even sitting down, if you sat there long enough, you'd start squirming. You like some of you are today. You, you start because you just your hips and and you know and you don't dance like me. But you you just you know just you get old like Brother Jerry and <laughs> older. I mean older. Amen. And you just laying down, it's just, there's something about when you're total at peace, you can find a place. I just want to get to a place of rest. Amen. Every one of us in our spirit, amen, we need to find, God wants us in our place, in our spirit to find, to lay down. Think about that. I want to draw this picture in your mind. Are you, are you, are you able to lay down and rest in your spirit? When's the last time you really just felt like you could lay back and breathe and rest in your spirit? The Lord said, listen, I'm going to make you to lay down in a good fold. 
David said, he makes me to lie down in green pastures. God wants you to be able to lay down. I want to encourage someone this morning in this church today, amen, that inside this fold, when you talk about a fold, it's his, his, uh, his group of people, amen, it's his homies, if you will. It's his people. God's fold, it's the church, being a part of his people, his family. He says, I want you to be able to lie down in my family, to be a part of my family, to be a part of my fold, and lie down at rest and at peace. Oh, hallelujah. Amen. You know what? The adversary wants you on your feet. The adversary wants you nervous. The adversary wants you questioning everything. The adversary wants you to, to be skittish. The adversary wants anything and everything to wear you down and wear you out. God wants you to lie down in green pastures. God wants you to lie at rest, uh, amen, under His control, amen. There are predators out there, amen. There, there is enemy out there, but not under His control, I'm safe. Uh, under His power, I'm all right. Uh, no matter what comes, it's going to be okay. You can lie at rest, uh, amen, even in the midst of the storm, because you know He's led you to a shelter. He's taken care of you. Uh, he wants you to lie down in green pastures and a good fold. Oh, hallelujah. He wants you to lie down. Amen. It's symbolic of resting. It's symbolic of being at peace and being content. The Lord wants you to be content with His, his watch. He wants you to be contented with His uh, control over your life. Amen. The, David said this, The Lord is my shepherd. He said the Lord is my shepherd. He was, he was making a declaration he understood what it meant. He said, listen, every one of those sheep that I tended, if they got fed, if they got watered, if they were protected, if they were, if they were, if they were, all, all the, the disease was, if, if, if that was free of all, if every need was met, it was because I did it. I took care. If that sheep that I was overwatching uh, was going to live and thrive and, and, and lie down and green, it was because I took care of those needs. But David came along and says, the Lord is my shepherd. I don't have to worry about anything. I don't have to worry or fear or fret about tomorrow. He's bragging upon God and saying, listen, the Lord is my shepherd. Amen. And I shall not want. Praise God. That's the kind of God that we serve. And that's the kind of God that you serve. Falling in love with Jesus is the best thing I ever did. Because when I fell in love, I realized I don't have to worry anymore. Amen. I don't have to worry, amen, about tomorrow. Because He's already there. He's already got His hand upon tomorrow. I don't have to fear, amen, where the next meal's coming from. Because I was young and now I'm old. But I've never seen the righteous forsaken or his seat begging for bread the Lord is my shepherd I shall not want I'm telling you today if you would just say Lord would you be my shepherd Lord would you be my shepherd I surrender everything to you today God wants you to lie down in green pastures he wants to bring peace to your soul he wants to bring restoration he wants you to be able to lie down in the spirit and find rest oh hallelujah the Lord is my shepherd Hallelujah. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. Hallelujah. Amen. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. David was saying more than just his needs were met. 
Amen. He wasn't saying, oh, I don't have to worry just about my necessities. I don't have to worry about food. Yeah, food and water, all this. Okay, I shall not want. It was more, this, this means a whole lot more, amen, than just having your food needs met and water, amen, and your, your housing needs. But it was a deeper meaning than that. David said, Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. Amen. Though those needs were met, amen. But David was literally saying, I shall not uh, uh, have any uh, craving for anything else. I don't want. I wish this. I, if, I, if it was only this. I, 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 love, I love God, but I, if only I could. He says, no, I, sh- I don't even have a craving for anything else. All I want is Jesus. All I want is what I have. All I want is the things of God. That's what, I'm not craving the world. I'm not craving something else. You understand what day? He said, listen, when the Lord became my shepherd, when he became my shepherd, it became everything that I needed. I didn't long, amen, for the back door. He didn't, I didn't long to walk out to, of the church. I didn't walk out thinking, man, that field or that, that, that shepherd looks like he treats his sheep pretty good. He said, I didn't long for anything. In this fold, I satisfied. I didn't crave anything. I didn't sit around wishing, well, I wish this was different and wish about that and I wish this and I wish that. And well, if that was a little different, I wish. No, the cravings will leave if you'll make him your shepherd. The cravings of everything else will leave if you'll make I'm telling you what, anybody who gets this idea of looking, uh, looking outside the fold of God and, and looking into another field doesn't have the Lord as their shepherd. Amen. The Lord satisfies the cravings. Amen. I'm telling you, the Lord has given you everything you need. Everything you need. And He has you in the place He has you because He's got a purpose and He's got a calling. Amen. I'm telling you, the Lord wants you to lie down in a, in a good fold. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. You're in a good fold today. You're in a good fold today. You're in a good place today. Amen. The Lord is your shepherd. Amen. The Lord is among the people. Amen. The Lord is the Lord. Amen. Of the true church in Olathe, Kansas. You're in a good fold. Amen. Some are too scattered and unwilling to submit to the good shepherd. But they're on their feet, nervous, anxious. Oh, hallelujah. Because in every flock, there's some that still have a hard time allowing the shepherd to shepherd them. Hallelujah. Amen. Have a hard time allowing that one, amen, to, to make sure, trusting him that, hey, uh, I'm going to get your needs met. I'm going to take care of you. They have a hard time. They know I don't trust my shepherd. I've got to find out. I've got to fix this on my own. David said, the Lord is my shepherd. I don't have any cravings. Amen. When the Lord is your shepherd, you're satisfied. Everything. When a sheep will lie down in that green pasture, they're not thinking about anything. They're not thinking, they're not worrying about, well, where's the next food going to come from? Where's the water? They're not, there's a peace, there's a peace that comes. When you see a sheep that is laying in a field, you know that sheep is completely content. That sheep has no, is satisfied under the watch of the shepherd. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. There's a saying that uh, people are sheep. And, I, and, and I've heard this, and so you've probably heard this, and, and that sheep just aren't that smart. 
And that's not necessarily accurate, in my opinion. God created, God created all the animals, and God created a sheep with a certain disposition, and a, and a certain um, personality, and a certain, uh, there was a purpose. Man, if the sheep was really, truly stupid, God wouldn't have ever said, I'm the lamb. <laughs> he would never have been the lamb that was slain from the foundation of the world. He called himself a sheep, the lamb that was slain. Amen. Amen. Their uh, sheep are by nature created to provide tremendous benefits. You're a tremendous benefit to the kingdom of God. You understand that today? I want you to, everyone to understand my voice that's online that could hear me anywhere, that you are a benefit. God created you to be a benefit to the kingdom of God. There's so much, amen, that God has, have, has you in his kingdom for. The potential, amen. Sheep, they, the wool that they have cause can make clothing and can, can make material and then it's for warmth. And, and, and imagine all the things that have been made out of wool, amen, in this world that we live in today. The clothing, the gloves, the socks, the, the things that have just, and, and all of that that has, that has come from, from the wool and the fleece of a sheep. The meat of a sheep was, it was they were created or they were bred for uh, for, for, for food and to eat even now in Israel. That's the majority of what they eat. And, and so uh, sheep are, are, are a tremendous benefit. They were a clean animal. They were considered clean, amen, by God in the Old Testament. And, and, uh, and they were very, very necessary, amen. And they were used extensively, amen, in sacrifice unto the Lord. Amen. I don't think that's stupid. Amen. You and I... We're to be a sacrifice of thy daily. Why? Because if you can sacrifice yourself, you can be of use to God. Amen. If you're willing to lay down your life as he laid down his. Amen. If we'll lay down our lives. Amen. Amen. But in our current condition. Amen. Uh, we, we can be a sacrifice. Think about the Passover. Amen. What had to be killed in the Old Testament coming out of Egypt? Uh, amen. A lamb uh, had to be killed and the blood taken and the blood within the lamb. Amen. Represented, amen, salvation and covering of the doorposts and the mantle of the door and the death angel came through. Amen. But it was the blood of that lamb that brought salvation to that home. I don't think that a sheep is stupid. I don't believe that idea, amen, that a sheep has, is just dumb. Amen. I believe they were created for tremendous benefit. Amen. But there are characteristics that I do believe God chose the sheep for to compare and to show us our need for Him in our lives. Amen. As the sheep depends 100%, amen, to be productive and to, to thrive and to be uh, a, 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 a good and, and to be able to lie down, amen, requires everything from the, from the shepherd. And I believe it's because of that, amen, that God relates us, amen, as sheep. Because if we're to be productive, if the benefit, we're going to, anything, the kingdom of God is going to get the benefit out of us. Amen. It's only when the Lord is our shepherd. And we lie down. Amen. And let Him take care of our lives. 
Amen. And let him uh, bring us under his control. And we submit ourselves unto him. Amen. There's a characteristic that's necessary within us. Amen. But when Adam and Eve fell, it's that power of choice. It's the power of choice. To, amen. That said, listen, I don't want to submit to what God wants me to do. I want to do what I want to do. Amen. And from that point on, you find Adam having to toil. Amen. You find uh, Eve having to, to, to have pain and labor. Amen. You find that struggle begins. Amen. They didn't get to lie down like they did in the garden. Amen. God intended for us to have peace. God intends for us. Amen. To have that place of rest. Amen. I'm telling you, God wants to bring us back into a place of rest, but it only comes whenever the sheep say, hey, I submit to the shepherd. I want the Lord to be my shepherd. I'm willing to submit and surrender unto the King of Kings and to the Lord of Lords. The Lord Lord is my shepherd. I shall not crave, desire, want anything besides him. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, I hope I am helping somebody today. There's benefit in your life. You are a created. You're not foolish. You're not ignorant. You're not stupid. Amen. You're not dumb. But you do have characteristics. Amen. That require you to depend on God. Oh, hallelujah. Why do you need God? Why do you need a church? Why do you need a church family? Why do you need a pastor? Why do you need to, uh, because you're a sheep. There's a requirement there. It's just innate within human beings that if we're going to be saved, if we're going to live right, if we're going to be able to lie down at peace at night with our soul, we're going to need some things. Sheep can't figure it out on their own. It was intentional. Sheep have tremendous benefit, but only under the skillful watch of a shepherd. Hallelujah. So you can type that, amen, as God. And then he provides us again. I'm speaking between our relationship with God. But at the same time, God provides what we call an under-shepherd. He told Peter, feed my flock. Amen. Feed my sheep. Amen. It's a responsibility of the ministry to provide oversight. Amen. As well. Amen. And so today, I believe God wants some people. There's just something I feel like in, that there's been a long time that you've just been able to lie down in your spirit and find rest. God wants to bring rest to your soul today. God really does. He wants to bring the, the nervous scattered feeling, the, the nervous anxiety and, and all of these things that, man, sheep will, that delight us, that just, they'll bolt and they, they have no defense. They just run is the only, only defense they have. Amen. But when you fully submit to the Lord as your shepherd, can be content and lie down right where you are in the fold and say, I know God's going to take care of everything. Oh, hallelujah. You know what? The world really needs a safe fold like this to come into. The sinner really needs to come from the harshness of the world and the, and the distraught uh, lifestyles that they've been living. Amen. The, the, the Bible says the way of the transgressor is hard. Amen. It's hard when you're, you're struggling with drugs and alcohol and addictions and your life's just hard and and, and you know, just all of these issues of life, to be able to come in and say, man, how is everyone at such rest in peace in this environment? Amen. In this fold, the Lord said, listen, I'll make you to lie down in a good fold. That's what the world wants. If the church can't get to that point, how is the world going to get to that point? How are sinners going to come in if the church is just, just anxious and and nervous and unable to rest. There's nothing like 
I'm telling you, I've been through situations where you just don't, you can't sleep. You're just always constantly up and thinking. And you're just day after day with no sleep. You just become so worn down and frazzled and weary in your spirit and just body. Amen. Your decision making is poor and you're just tired and struggling. I'm telling you, it's nothing like just a good night's rest to bring clarity to your mind. Amen. I believe we submit ourselves unto the good shepherd. Amen. I believe God wants to bring that rest. Amen. Herein is the rest wherein the weary shall rest. Amen. I'm telling you, it's the, it's the Holy Ghost that God wants to bring and that peace of God that He wants to bring unto you today. Hallelujah. Amen. And so, sheep are not, they don't have all the character. Every, every animal has its own characteristic. Amen. Amen. Some, I don't understand the mosquito. I don't understand lizards. I don't really get it. Why, why in the world a lizard? Why, you know, it doesn't make sense to me. But they have characteristics. Apparently, they're part of God's bigger plan. Amen. The ants. Why, why do we need ants? Well, the Bible uses ants and says, listen, if you're a sluggard, you're not going to, the, the ant, look, watch the ant, because the ant will take care of it. It's constantly working, constantly working, constantly working, <clears throat> laying up for himself, just like you and I should be. He's got all of nature to show us as examples. He could have, uh, you know, what, what better example uh, than the sheep to show how our just desperate need for someone to oversee our lives. Amen. Bring out the benefit of what we have to offer him. Amen. And others, praise God. Amen. They're unable, sheep are unable to turn dry desert fields into green grass. Amen. They cannot dig wells and they don't have the natural ability to locate clean, fresh drinking water. And uh, they don't have a natural defense mechanism. Amen. They don't have claws and they don't have sharp teeth and they don't, uh, uh, they, they don't have those types of, they don't have venom. They don't, they're, they're not equipped with the natural defense mechanisms as others. Amen. And sheep tend to stay in constant fear if they are in want. <clears throat> Amen. Fear and anxiety is the result of any unmet need of a sheep. Praise God. Amen. Because of this, amen, because of this natural tendency of a sheep, doesn't mean they're dumb, doesn't mean they're less, just means that's the characteristic, means that, hey, if they're going to survive, amen, they've got to have a watch, watchful shepherd. They've got to have a shepherd that, that is there that's going to comfort them, that's protecting them. Amen. Amen. The shepherd is directly responsible for a sheep's ability to lie down. Directly. So if you see a sheep out in a pasture somewhere lying down, that can tell you a whole lot about the shepherd. That'll tell you a whole lot about the one that's overseeing the flock. It'll tell you a whole lot about the one, uh, about that sheep, amen, as well. It'll say, hey, that, sheep's, that, that, that sheep is under the, the care, is, under, is submitted to that shepherd. That, that sheep is fully trusting that the shepherd's going to take care of everything. Hallelujah. There's a lot to be said. Amen about that. Praise God. Amen. Sheep that lie down, again, it says in Ezekiel we read that there, there shall they lie in a good field. Amen. This is the Lord. And David said, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He's going to make me to lie down in green pastures. Amen. Here just for a few moments. Amen. There are, there are a few things in my study in this specific topic of lying down. Amen. There are really four main conditions that need to be met. Amen. For a, shep, for a sheep to be able to lie down. There's really four things, really four conditions. Amen. 
for them to be able to relax and to lie down. There are three things that would get them antsy, anxious, and on their feet and nervous. Amen. There's four things that need to be met. The first of all is free of all fear. Just fear in general. Fear of uh, the slightest suspicion of danger. Amen. Of dogs or coyotes, uh, bears or enemies. Uh, the sheep stand uh, and they're ready to flee. I mean, the smallest anything could set off one of the sheep. Amen. And, uh, and so, uh, knowing that predators are there, knowing that the enemy is there, the enemy will always be there. Coyotes will always be there. Cougars will always be there. Bears will always be there. Amen. And their only defense of themselves is to run. The only defense they have is just to flee. It's just they don't have any way to stand their ground and fight. They have no ability to fight on their own. You and I have no ability to fight the devil on our own. We cannot do it. When trouble comes, amen, anyone that runs is because they've not relied on the Lord. Amen. Anyone that flees and runs in the face of trouble, it's not because uh, the Lord said, get out of here. No, they were unwilling to say, shepherd, where are you? I need your help. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, praise God. Amen. So the, the, the way to, to, to quench this fear, to be free of all fear, is the shepherd must be in const, a constant presence among the flock as their protector puts them at ease. Amen. There's no substitute for knowing your shepherd is nearby. That is the beauty and the wonder of being able to come into the house of the Lord and feel the presence of God. That's why when we say we need to have a good church, we need to have good Why do we need to have a good church? There's nothing more reassuring, amen, to a child of God than knowing I felt the presence of the Lord. God came into my life. I felt His presence. I felt His glory. Why do we need to have good church? Because we need to know that the presence of God is amongst us. We need to, I'm telling you, it'll, it'll squelch a lot of fear just by the fact that, amen, that God was in the house. Amen. Monday morning, no, looking back, say, you know what? No, God's here. I felt Him. I know He's in our midst. I know He's there. I know the good shepherd, amen, is in our midst. I know if an enemy comes in. I know if the, the devil tries to roar. I know the good shepherd is in our presence. Amen. Amen. Well, you need to pray. Amen. Often. You need to pray until you feel the presence of God. You need to pray constantly to know and reassure yourself the presence of the Lord is in your life. Hallelujah. When you know daily, I've prayed and I've talked to the Lord. I felt His presence this morning in prayer. And I felt the goodness of the Lord today. Amen. I'm telling you, that alone will remove fear out of your life. And that alone will tell you, I don't care what today holds. I've been with the Lord. I know He's watching over me and my life. And I'm going to be able to lay down knowing and trusting that He's taking care of my life. Amen. Second, the second uh, condition. Amen. The first is free of all fear from, from enemies, from, uh, uh, from, from animals and things of that nature. The second, and I found this very interesting. Amen. That the second thing that would keep a sheep from being able to relax and lie down and at peace. Remember, this, what I, what I'm, this was some study I've done from a, a shepherd who, who, who had, who's raised sheep. And this is, he's talking about actual sheep in his experience. Okay? His experience in raising uh, and managing a flock of sheep. Okay? This is what he said. The second thing 
that needs to happen for a sheep to lie down. It says they've got, that sheep has to be free from friction with others of their own kind. Friction from within the flock. If there's friction within the flock, they'll never lay down at rest. They've got to be, they gotta be free from fear from outside the flock and free of friction from the inside of the flock. Oh, hallelujah. It says that tension and rivalry and cruel competition within the flock will keep sheep on their feet, always looking, waiting for the one to come along and bully them around, and always looking, always expecting friction with everyone else, and they'll never find that place of just being able to rest and be content. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, I hope somebody's hearing me today. Amen. Hope the, the, the silence is taking it all in. Amen. Because I, pre- I believe God's really wanting to help. Amen. Bring a peace to where the church in Olathe can just lay down and rest. Oh, hallelujah. Be a place of rest. Not only for the flock, but for the craziness of the world that wants to come in and find a place of rest. Amen. You think about a pen full of chickens. They call it the pecking order. Amen. In cattle, they call it the horning order. And, and uh, in sheep, they call it the budding order. Amen. There's always... Uh, and this was his words exactly. An arrogant, cunning, and domineering old you will boss any bunch of sheep. Amen. Left to themselves, someone will, one of the sheep, amen, or multiples will, will rise up and become the, the, the aggressor. Amen. We'll, we'll try to dominate the other sheep and we'll try to be pushy and bossy just for the sake of being pushy and bossy. And that's no joke. That's what he said. Just for the sake of asserting their, their, their strength, amen, for no intended purpose, amen. He said, I've seen it hundreds of times. A, a, a young sheep will be laying there, and this old you uh, would get up, come look, would rise up and just run up and butt it because it could, just to keep tension and let them know, hey, I'm in charge. I'm the boss around here. Just to keep constant friction, amen, and instantly, amen, that young uh, lamb would rise up and, 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 and before long, it, nobody, none of the sheep were laying, they were all on edge because of friction within the flock. There's a constant ch- uh, need to challenge the other sheep for territory. And sheep cannot lie down and rest when there's a constant need to defend themselves. I believe it's good. I believe it's right today. Amen. Because God wants His sheep to lie down in a good fold. He wants His sheep to be able to lie down in a good fold. It's hard to do when there's friction from within. Fear of predator from without. But you know, during this time, uh, sheep become edgy and tense. And discontent, they become in want. They become restless. And they'll lose weight. They become irritable. Amen. Sounds like a diet to me. <laughs> but this is what's happening when there's just friction within. But he said it was amazing. He says, when I would come into view of the sheep. Because whenever I would come out, he says, 
He says, you could tell they, when they, once they, they would eyeball him. And he says, and all that stopped. He says, and they, and they all found their place because the shepherd was in their midst. He said, I found the more that I found myself in their presence, the less friction there was. And the more peace they were with one another. Oh, I feel the Holy Ghost. Amen. I'm telling you, why should we have good church like we had this morning? Because the more of the presence of the chief shepherd, the good shepherd that we have, the less friction there will be because our eyes are on him. And the less, less we have for competition and less need we have for why about this and why not that. And, and we go, oh, hey, the shepherd's here. The she- what, do, what do you want? What, what is he coming to do? And, 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 and the tension from within, the friction from within ceases the more of his presence we have in our midst. Oh, glory to God. Hallelujah, hallelujah. So therefore, the more friction we have in, from within is a direct connection to the lack of his presence in our midst. It's not someone else's fault. It's not someone else's attitude. It's not someone else's issues. Not because they said this. It's not because they said that. It's not because I... They, they did this on, and said this on Facebook. It's not because they did this and said that on Instagram. And da, 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 da. No, it's because you've not spent enough time in the presence of the Lord. You hearing me today, church? I'm not, I, I feel like the Lord's just kind of talk, talking to us today. He's wanting somebody to be able to come into the presence of the Lord and just lie down in their spirit, to be able to rest and be at complete ease. The shepherd's presence makes all the difference in the sheep's behavior. Hallelujah. So free from fear from outward animals and predators and free from friction from within of their own kind. Those are two, the first two things that's got to happen. The sheep is going to, David said, uh, you make me to lie down in green pastures. Did he have any issues with Saul or? His son Absalom, or could there have been reason to for him to be at odds? But David constantly found himself. You know what? No, I'm just going to lie down with the Lord and trust Him. Do you understand what I'm saying today? Even when 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 spears were thrown, when Saul is chucking spears at David, Amen. David just dodges them and says, "You know, what? I'm not going to throw nothing back." And Absalom throwing spears. I, I, I'm just I'm run, I'm I'm I'm, I'm just going to let God deal with it. Oh, come on, church. Amen. You know what? David found himself as a man after God's own heart. He was able to lie down in green pastures when men were throwing spears at him, when people were talking about him, when people were causing problems in his life. And he didn't ever feel justified in having to make sure he got back at anybody. He just said, nope, I'm not touching that. God, I'm laying down. I feel t- I'd rather lay at peace on the green pastures with my God. Amen. Then get back at a brother or a sister. I need more presence of the Holy Ghost. I need more of Jesus. I need more of God. Amen. I don't need a better comeback line. I don't need a better opportunity. I need more of the shepherd's presence in my life. Oh, hallelujah. I'm tired of friction. I want to lie down. I want to be at peace. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, praise God. Third thing. I'm getting to an end here shortly. Third thing is when they're the flock is free of pests, Amen. such as nasal flies and bot flies and warble and flies and ticks. Oh, my. Amen. They have no defense against those things. 
man, but have you ever, I, I have heard stories, I've never seen, but I've heard stories about these nasal flies. These made me just my skin crawl, just thinking about them. They get up into the, the nose, the nasal, that's why they call them that. It's real deep. So I told you, I'm not very deep here. They get up there and they just work themselves up in the sinuses and it's everything they could do. Amen. That animal will basically beat their head against a tree to get that to stop. It just, it, 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 that's all they can think about. Amen. And when they have those types of flies and they've got ticks and they've got these diseases, it's tormenting to a sheep. There's no rest. There's no lying down whenever they've got a nasal fly. Amen, halfway up to your brain. Amen. Man, think about, I can't lay down, I, I get sunburn on my neck, it hurts. Think how, honestly, think about when you have something, it's, you know, when there's some issue, you get a rash, or you get some sunburn on your, like I said, I'll get on my neck or whatever, it just hurts, just to, man, the collar on my neck just hurts, and Amen. The sheep will not lay down, find rest. Amen. When there's uh, pests and there's parasites and there's disease among the flock. Amen. Amen. Diligent care of the shepherd keeps a constant lookout for these insects. You know what it requires? It requires an inspection. It requires an inspection. You know what? What it does is that shepherd spends enough time with them. They start the sheep all say, Wait, hold on a second. Why is Jared twitching? And he goes and says, hey, well, let's see. Oh, man, you got ticks in your ears. He's, but he's got he's to get up on you. He's got to figure it out and look and, and looking in the, in the hair. And it's a shepherd that says, hold on, something's not quite right. I, 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 I know I can tell you're not at rest. So let's, let's get to the bottom of it. Let's figure out what's going on here. Because if we don't fix this, then it's going to contaminate Andrew. And if Andrew doesn't get it fixed, then it's going to contaminate and contaminate others. Let's figure it out because I want you to be at rest. I want you to be able to lie down. But you know what? The shepherd wants to fix this in us. You know what pests are? It's, it's sin. It's carnality. It's things that, that we allow into our, into our lives that are, really keep us uh, irritable. Amen. It's those pests, that, that, that sin that, 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 that comes into our life that we allow into our lives. Amen. But you know what? A good shepherd, amen, a good shepherd will keep a good eye upon his flock and say things aren't, you're not praying like you used to. You're not as sensitive, like you're not as tender to the word of God like you used to. You're a little, you're a little aggressive with me here. What's going on? There's something wrong. You understand what I'm saying? They're, they're not, the humble spirit you had before isn't quite there like it used to be. There, there's, he said, I'm trying to, the Lord wants to try to deal with the parasites and the, and the, and the issues that, that keep you from lying down and at peace with God and, and, and finding rest. Amen. Amen. But many times, uh, we have a couple dogs, and when you go to try to get a tick out of his ear or off his ear, well, he don't want that. They try to get away and run from us, and, and they don't want us, and we tried to give them a bath the other day. And that was a fiasco in and of itself. Uh, 60-pound galoot just trying to wrestle you. And so you just end up wet and he's happy. <laughs> and, uh, but so, so, so you take him in and get, him bat, get a bath at the pups and suds there in Gardner. That's what you do with that. <laughs> Amen. But you know what? Sometimes that's what we need. 
because we'll fight God. Is this too basic today? <laughs> we fight God. Him trying to fix us. Him trying to clean us up. Because we like our little thing. Our, our, we like the little sin. We're, we like our... Amen? But we don't like our pastor saying, hey, I'm not trying to get too... I'm not trying to get and in, in step in anybody's business. I, in, in, or any, but really... That's the job of the pastor. I'm, not, I'm, I'm trying to just be honest with us today. Amen. I, I, want a, I want a pastor. I thank God for a pastor that will even today. We just recently gone through some things and God was working. There was just some things I was going on and, uh, and constantly in contact with Brother Riggin about. I need, this, I need your help. I, I, I'm like, Lord, I, I, don't want, I want his hands on my life. And I think many times that... Uh, there are sheep who don't want the pastor to touch them. Leave me alone. And they fight and resist when the whole time it's really for the good of, of, of the sheep. Trying to, put, trying to get some salve, salve on that to, to, to bring, draw that fly out or to try to get those ticks off of the neck. And, and there, there may be some pain and, and there may be some, some heartache involved with it, but it's all in an effort to save the sheep and to, and to keep them and get them to a place where, hey, I, we just, I want you at rest. Amen. Don't, don't, don't run from the help of your man of God and the good shepherd and the Holy Ghost. Amen. The, the shepherd will, will dip the ears in ointment and use repellents. Amen. And he also, this man also talked about building uh, shelter uh, belts of trees is what he called them where it, it really kept the, the insects out in the open field. The insects, they, they weren't nearly as dra- dramatic in the, in, the, in, the fo- uh, in the trees and the foliage and and so he says, we would plant them so that they have a place of refuge to go from the insects. And I'm telling you, how much can we understand that there are places that, that the shepherd doesn't, he, he gives us refuge from, amen, to go into to keep those pests from entering into our lives in the first place. That's the first line of defense is to get you away from as much of that as possible. Amen. Again, that going back simply, that's why much of the standards of our church and why we preach that thou shalt not says, Hey, I'm trying to keep us away from a lot of those, those, those pests and those things that are trying to destroy us in the first place. And in the event we get infected by one, we've got to treat it. We've got to fix it so that you can lie down in green pastures, so that you can find rest in this good fold. Amen. And the, I'm telling you, I'm thankful, amen, for the, for the good shepherd. Amen. I'm thankful. The Lord, the Bible says that, that, that God chose for you shepherds. God's chosen unto us and for us, amen, uh, those that, that, that feel the way he does and, and those that care about his flock the way he does, amen. So in the dipping of the ears in ointments and, and the repellents and, the, and all of that, really, we have the Holy Ghost as representative of the anointing. The Bible says it's the anointing that destroys the yoke, amen. It's the anointing that, that, that was the oil that would flow down Aaron's a beard and his garments, amen. It's the anointing. It represents the presence of God. It's the anointing, amen. All of those things and, and those, those pests, those sins, those struggles of our life, 
Really, it's again, what does it come back to? In the presence of God. In the presence of the Holy Ghost. Amen. The shepherd wants to anoint us and apply the oil of the Holy Ghost. Amen. To, to, to heal us of those diseases and the pestilence. Amen. And, and, and those flies, the parasites and the disease that, that, that keep us from being able to lie down. And, and lie down at night without fear, amen, of being lost. Without fear of, of just that content, discontentedness. Amen. He wants to give you the Holy Ghost and fill you with the Holy Ghost. Amen. So that, so that those, those things are no longer a passion and no longer a desire. I'll rid myself of those things. In the presence of the glory of the Lord. Amen. There's, there's fullness of joy. I don't need all of the worldly pleasures. I have the Holy Ghost. I have the anointing and it drives out and it drives out. Amen. So much of the parasites and, and so much of the sinfulness and wickedness of my life. If you will allow the Good Shepherd. Apply His anointing oil to your life. Hallelujah. And lastly, and lastly, when a sheep is free from hunger, when a sheep has no even thought of where food's coming from because it's they, they, they don't they just it's there. They're satisfied and they're fed. Amen. You got to understand in the part of the country where in, in, in Bethlehem and, and where David was was living in, in, in this type of this part of the country, it was very dry. It's a very uh, semi-arid, very deserty, not very, which was very good for the pestilence. Very good to keep a lot of that stuff wasn't as big of an issue. But the problem, Amen, was it wasn't um, with its dry climate uh, the there was no real good forage grass. There was nothing really for them to eat. It was it was uh, it was a it was a dry, uh, sun burned wasteland of of just really rocks and just not really good uh, by natural means. Just was it naturally um, grassy, man? And the green pastures just didn't happen. Going back to the shepherd again, man. What had to happen? Well, this shepherd was talked about. Uh, he, he was he was writing about the fact that uh, a lot of the thorns and the he said it was it was a it was a lot of work to tear up old root systems and trees and and thorns and briar patches and and you had to till the rocks out and you had to plant seed and you had to make sure it was watered and and it was a lot of work and effort upon the part of the shepherd just to provide that type of environment amen to a sheep who knew no different amen he said there were there were flocks. He said there were times when he, uh, there were shepherds who didn't care about their sheep and didn't care about their flocks. That He says that, that in the separation between his and theirs, he says they, they, looked, they looked rugged, they looked weary, they looked tired, amen, and they looked as though that the, the, the grass was parched and it would just wasn't, they would forage off of what they could, so they were constantly on their feet, constantly seeking out uh, unnutritious food, so they were very frail, very fragile, very susceptible to disease, very much in need and hungry all the time. So they constantly struggled with that fear of hunger. Amen. Amen. If you can eliminate the fear of hunger, amen, from a, a sheep, it will lie down. Amen. And I don't know of another place. Amen. Jesus said, I am the bread of life. Amen. He said, I am the bread of life. He says, you got to eat of me. He says, the word of God is... 
It's his, his bread. Amen. In our, in our, in our prayer, the, the Lord's Prayer, our prayer, uh, give me this day my daily bread. Amen. There is a need for daily bread. Amen. For us to receive the word and nourishment to our spirit and to our soul. Amen. And, and I don't know, I don't believe it exists, a better shepherd, amen, to feed a flock uh, than the shepherd of this flock. Amen. And I speak highly of my pastor, not because he's not here to brag, but I honestly mean that because of his depth of knowledge of the Word of God and, and uh, his ability to teach. <laughs> and I can only uh, strive. I know I need a double portion um, of, of his spirit. Uh, and I, and I, I believe that, that God can do that. And, uh, but I will say that in a fold, amen, the fear of hunger, Amen. Will keep a people from being able to lie down, Amen. Because it's in the Word. In His Word is life, Amen. In His Word, uh, He came to give life and to give life more abundantly, Amen. It's through His Word that comes life. It's through His Word, Amen. Jesus, Amen. When He spoke, Amen. He spoke life, words of life, Amen. It's what brings and feeds us and nourishes us, Amen. Even the woman at the well. Amen. That the Samaritan woman that Jesus came and uh, she said that she's thirsty. You know, she was thirsty. And he says, well, if you'll drink of me, I give you water. You'll never thirst again. And she had a physical need. So, well, let me drink. because I don't want to keep coming back to this well over and over again. He says, no. He says, you're not you don't understand what I'm talking about. He said, I'm talking about a spiritual thirst. Amen. And I'm telling you, there is a bread of life. Amen. That that satisfies the hungry soul. Amen. Like like natural food cannot do. Amen. Because you go out and eat lunch today, you're going to be hungry. Amen. By mid-afternoon, if you're like me. Because you need to continuously feed. But I'm telling you, when His Word comes forth, amen, it, it, it's it, even in a dry and desert land, the world we live in, amen, there, there, there's anti-God everywhere. Amen. But you come into the house of God, into the fold of God, and it's His Word constantly. It's His Word constantly. It's His Word. Amen. You wake up and you begin to read His Word constantly, 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 constantly. Hallelujah. So, in a desire for his sheep to lie down, and we begin, man, if musicians would come, Sister Corey, begin to talk about the fact that I sure wish I could find rest, find rest for my soul. And, uh, I believe that the devil will do everything he can to keep the people of God and the children of God from finding rest, being able to lay down in a good fold. Amen. I believe that our ability to do so is a direct connection to our willingness to submit ourselves unto the Good Shepherd. And really, because when we allow Him into our lives, when we allow God into our lives, he'll, he'll be our defender. He'll take care of the fears from the outside. And He has a way of, when He comes into our presence, really kind of, there's not really tension from within. We want to get our eyes off of Him and on others that, we can get him into our presence, then that'll help us. 
be able to lay down and find peace in our midst. When we're struggling with life and temptations, and we allow our man of God and allow the good shepherd of our soul to come in and, and, the, and the word of God come forth and convict us. If you've ever been in a service before that God's convicted you of, of something you've been doing, uh, tendency is just to run and ignore it service is over, but if you'll allow yourself to submit to the word and you'll find an altar of repentance, let God place that healing salve over your issues, take care of those things, and and you understand that a steady diet of his word into the house of God and it's not the time to be missing church, it's not time to be missing out on Bible study, it's not time to be missing out on those things because the Lord really wants you to lay down in a good fold. And why don't we stand together as we end, as we close here today. We go back to our text in Ezekiel 34. We reread that. It says, For thus saith the Lord God, Behold, I, even I, will both search my sheep, and I'm going to seek them out. As a shepherd seeketh out his flock in the day that he is among his sheep that are scattered, so will I seek out my sheep, and I'll deliver them out of all places where they have been scattered in the cloudy and dark day. I'll bring them out from the people, gather them from the countries, bring them to their own land and feed them upon the mountains of Israel by the rivers and in the inhabited places of the country. He says, I will feed them in a good pasture and upon the high mountains of Israel shall their fold be. And there shall they lie in a good fold and in a fat pasture shall they feed upon the mountains of Israel. So this morning, what I'm going to ask of you is I want you to respond to the Word of God accordingly. Really, the main denominator in all of these issues that would keep us from lying down, finding true peace, finding true rest, really the common denominator is really the presence of the shepherd presence of the shepherd in your life. Amen. So I open the altars if there's anyone here, listen. This this man goes on to talk about a sheep that is cast down or a sheep that is cast. He talks about a sheep that is being cast or cast down. And he said, listen, this isn't talking about a sinner. A sinner that needs God for the first time, right? He needs to get into it. He said, there's many times where a sheep that has been in the flock for a long time can become cast or become cast down. He said they dealt with this all the time. Some were more susceptible to it. Some were more susceptible to being cast down. He says, and what happened? He says, because they... He says they, they, they lie down and he says they're relaxing. He says, and then what will happen is they just kind of, they're, they're, because they're 
center of gravity shifts just a little bit. He said that when they once they get all their feet off the ground, if they get too far over and they get on their back, they begin to panic. They begin to flail because they, 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 they can't, they don't have a mechanism to get themselves back over on their own. I never realized. He says, and that's what you call when you when you find when you find when you when you walk up and you're at your, that's why he said he constantly constantly walking his flock. He said because you would find sheep up on their back and they were just flat, they were trying to get back on their feet. They were trying to do everything they could to get back upright, but they just couldn't because their center of gravity and they they flail and flail and flail. And the the the, the, the issue is, he says, as a shepherd, you realize that. If you leave a sheep in a condition that long, or for very long it's cast or cast down, he says that the predators know very well that's an easy target. It's an easy one because there's no, they're not going to run. You just you can walk right up to them and you can have your way with that sheep. He said, so the sooner you could get to a, a sheep that was cast down and, and, and get it back up on its feet, the safer it was and the better it was. He said that he had a lamb uh, or a sheep or a ewe that, that he said every two or three days the sheep would, he would find it cast down. In your life, you're going to have bad days. In your life, you're going to feel cast down. But what did Paul say? We're cast down but not destroyed. That's what that means. He says, you know what? I, I, I'm in a bad spot. I, I'm, I'm on my back and I'm, in, I'm vulnerable. I, 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 can't, I can't get up on my own two feet, Lord. What do we do in a condition like that? We say, no, no, I don't, I'm fine. I'm fine. Okay, I don't need any help. I, I'm embarrassed because I'm cast down. I'm embarrassed because I've messed up. I'm embarrassed. Don't bother. No, I don't need help. No. You know what you do? You say, can somebody help me get back up on my feet? I need some help getting back up. And he said there was such a panic. Amen. And that sheep, the legs were just going. And he said they would finally get it up. He said, Literally, every two or three days, this one sheep would, would, would get cast. And people would say, well, that's dumb sheep. Well, it was a sheep. It just That's the way they were made. They're just trying to rest. And then next thing you know, they're, on their, they're upside down. And I don't know what to do. It happens. Life happens. We find ourselves in those conditions and situations. Even folks who've been in the church the whole life. You're not going to be perfect every day. You're going to have times where, you know what, it seems like every other day I'm back up upside down. You know what? Because you're a sheep and you need a shepherd to come along and prop you back up. It's okay. But it's not okay to stay there. It's not okay to uh, to stay cast down. You've got to say, God, help me back up. And he said, you know, he went out of town for a, for a, for a week or so and he said he told his son he said listen I'm leaving for he said you, there's, you, you've got to check on these sheep because that one there he said and Garrett he says and he said inevitably he said after a day or two he said went out there and the, and the sheep was cast down he said his son had to man, did everything he could got that sheep back up on his feet happened two or three times before he'd come back he says you know what it was a good sheep he said in the spring he said it, 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 uh, it gave us two calves it was a good sheep good sheep it was a good sheep but every now and again he just found himself cast down hallelujah I don't care how long you live for God how long you live for God or 
or how long you've been living for God. Just because every now and again you fall off the bandwagon doesn't mean you're a bad sheep. You're still going to be productive. You can still be productive. God still has a calling for you. You can still bear sheep. You can still bear a fruit. You can still be a good sheep in the house of God. But every, don't let yourself being cast down uh, say, well, I'm done. I can't, I'm not, I can't do You're right. You're a sheep. You have a tendency. We have a tendency to, to get over on our side and get, on, get on upside down. It's okay as long as we'll flail long enough to say, God, somebody help me get back up. Because if you allow yourself in that condition too long, the predators are going to come. The enemy's going to come. And, 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 and you're, they're going to take away your life. So this morning, I opened the altars for someone who may not be a part of the fold and body of Christ, who wants to come and give themselves to the Lord. As the Apostle Peter, Jesus told the Apostle Peter, feed my, if you love me, feed my sheep. The Apostle Peter is talking about preaching, talking about him teaching the word of God. The first opportunity that Peter got to feed the flock, it was to a bunch of people who needed saved. And he fed them with the words in Acts chapter 2, verse 38, repent, be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins, and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. Amen. If you're here today, you need the Holy Ghost you need that salvation experience if you need to God you can come but at the same time if you are a sheep of old age in the flock of this church or in the flock of God but maybe you just find yourself cast down distraught and in struggle and turmoil and just having a rough way to go maybe you just had a bad time you're just I'm just struggling. God, I'm, and you feel cast down. I believe God today is wanting you to lie down and to relax. He's going to prop you back up and bring you back. Why don't you come today? Amen. And everyone else, why don't we just come? Amen. And submit ourselves to the Good Shepherd. Amen. Of our soul. Submit ourselves. Amen. Commit ourselves. We, God, I want to get myself to a place of lying down. I want this house, I want this church to be a place of rest. Amen. As we sing, let's cry out unto the Lord today. God wants to help us. Amen. Let's pray. Everybody.